Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 109 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. The title of this podcast episode is Self-Care for Entrepreneurs. Now, I currently, right now, I'm driving, I'm on a long-haul drive, going down to Havre de Grasse, or how do you say, Havre de Grace, (laughs) Maryland, Uh, however you're saying it, um, for one of my clients, Nettie Owens, awesome retreat, I'm happy to get to support her, check her out at Sapari Solutions, and I had to make sure that I packed everything that I needed. Um, in order to, you know, travel well. Now, it's interesting, as I was going about my day, um, speaking to different individuals uh, about the climate right now, the social and emotional climate is a little bit heightened and anxious, uh, online especially, not so much locally. It's interesting that, you know, you open up the computer, you open up your cell phone, and Things are popping up like, oh no, danger, danger, watch out. Meanwhile, locally, everything's fine. Um, And being at the supplement store was one of the things, uh, one of the places that I went to pick up a few last minute items so that I could travel well. And for me, that involved uh, picking up different things that support my immune system that I normally take anyway and have been taking for years. I was just a little low on it. And I had an interesting conversation with the cashier um, at the register. And he saw that the different uh, items that I was purchasing at this, it was a vitamin store, um, the different items that I was purchasing were more around immunity defense. And I told him, yeah, you know, I'm going to be traveling uh, for the week, I'm going to be in groups, might as well make sure that I'm supported. He's like, yeah, um, I hear you, that's really good. And I asked if he had any zinc lozenges, and he said no, because earlier that day, one guy came and bought them out of the entire store, and then they got word of that later on, that guy went to another one of their chain stores and bought all of the uh, zinc lozenges there, And the cashier was relaying this story about how some people are freaking out, right? Or having, you know, their own little run on the, run on the stores because they think it's the end of the world or something like that. When he, and he said, meanwhile, you watch year to year and, you know, cold and flu season kills more people on average anyway. (laughs) Like this is nothing, this is nothing new. And it was interesting that he was saying that because a couple weeks ago, it it reminded me of a conversation I had with one of friends of mine who um, is a registered nurse, um, and she's been a nurse for 12 years. Her mother's been a nurse for 40, and they as well felt like this is nothing new, like there's nothing really crazy about this. People are sick all the time anyway. Um, And it got me thinking about us as a tribe of conscious entrepreneurs, where we are highly sensitive individuals already. (laughs) We're already aware of the fact that, you know, we're empathic, 
where you could pick up on, uh, you know, I call them the cooties coming off of other people and that it's important to ground and clear your energy, right? We're already conscious of the fact that energy is everything. What matters most is how you feel. We're already aware of that. I know I've been living this life professionally now uh, for around 11 years. I mean, in my uh, owning my own business, this is my ninth year, but for the last 11 years, I've been living a very conscious professional life. And then personally, altogether, I think it's been the last 20, right? So for two decades, I've been well aware of the importance of putting my health and self-care first. I've been well aware of how much my personal hygiene, and I don't just mean washing my hands, but I also um, include other parts of who I am in hygiene, such as my, my mindset, my, my heart, like my feelings part, and then also my spirituality. I include that in my hygiene. So I've really, all, for quite some time, been used to cultivating my hygiene, and I've seen how when I have dips in hygiene, that it affects, and I mean hygiene in like a capital H way of what I'm talking about here, right, those four different areas, right, body, mind, heart, and spirit, the dips in my hygiene in those areas can affect my creativity, my energy levels, right, my vitality, uh, how how much I'm able to problem solve and to take massive action, how much I'm able to serve and show up for others, right? I, I like you, you know, I'm assuming that you as a journeypreneur too, who are listening in on this podcast, you've been on this path to personal and financial ascension for quite some time. You're aware that there is a more than physical aspect to reality, right? There is a metaphysical, which is the, the word for that, right? There's a metaphysical aspect to reality that affects how things are, right? That energy is everything. And if you don't maintain it, or I found for myself over all these years, that if I don't maintain my energy, that it can affect my bank account, right? My relationships, my clients, my marketing, let alone my physical health and my body. So when I travel, I have certain ways that I amp up my personal immune system because I'll be moving in different environments than what I'm used to regularly. That's just my normal, natural pattern. And then when I'm at home, I have other normal, natural patterns of self-care. And it occurred to me, as I was out, you know, talking to the gentleman at the cash register, there's like, there are people out there who don't have normal nat- natural patterns already of personal self-care, just like every day, mundane, and they don't have like a protocol, a personal protocol for self-care f- for traveling well. And that blew my mind, and I felt inspired to record this podcast. Let's talk about this because as the world's first business Reiki master, it's my mission in life to help entrepreneurs live well, right? It's so important because I sincerely believe that when good people are healthy, 
right? And when good people make good money, more good happens in the world, right? So I want to support you in being able to get out there and share your gifts, to change the world, to serve your team, right? And to serve our communities through your mission-driven business, right? Through your heart-centered work. And if you are not well, <laughs> or if your self-care is not included in your business plan, you are basically planning to fail or planning for burnout. Like that's it. If your self-care is not worked into your business plan, by default, burnout is. I'm going to say that again. If you do not work your self-care into your business plan, your burnout will by default be worked out into it. Like this just it's either you work out your self-care or you're just going to count on burnout. I cannot tell you how many times I have seen this happen over and over and over the years. Right, 9 years and all those 9 years I have networked internationally and big um, group coaching programs, right? Each coaching program has had between 150 to 1,100 um, members in it. Whenever I've been in these coaching programs, met people from all over the world. And I'm telling you, all of them being entrepreneurs, there's patterns. If you meet enough people, you get to know enough people, you start seeing the patterns. And you're either planning your on your self-care or you're welcoming in, you're working in burnout. And I don't want you to be one of those people who is just bring welcoming in burnout. It's not necessary. <laughs> uh, it, it's not necessary for you in order to grow your business, to run your body, your mind, your heart, and your spirit into the ground. You're not a machine, and there are different requirements that uh, an entrepreneur needs in order to be successful in business. With that being said, so okay, what is basic self-care for an entrepreneur? Now, for those of you who have received life coaching before, you would be familiar with the wheel of life exercise that any uh, life coach worth their salt will take you through in the initial stages, right, of assessment and working through it. It's, it's a circle that, you know, it could be divided into about eight slices. Um, and sometimes the slices could be something like your, your work life, your sex life, your, um, your emotional life, your financial life, your sense of freedom, uh, maybe another one could be your physical body, and uh, let's see, what are the, your social life, right, uh, going out and having fun, and then maybe your sense of growth and giving back, or who, who knows, whatever, eight areas, um, it varies from coach to coach what they'll put in the, the wheel of life, and then, you know, from a scale of zero to ten, you fill it out and rate yourself of like how satisfied you are, how fulfilled you are in those different areas of your life. 10 being the outside, the perimeter of the wheel, zero being the very middle. And then as you go about this exercise, 
what will inevitably happen is that there are some areas that are like higher than others and some might be very crappy, very low. <laughs> and the thing is to make visual the importance of balance because uh, whenever you're working with a coach, they'll ask you then like, okay, if this was a wheel, how smooth of a ride would your car be having? If this were what your wheels look like. And I, I remember... Oh my gosh, when the first time I did that exercise, my wheel looked like a, a giant V. <laughs> so it was horrible. Like, it would have been a terrible, like, clunk-a-chunk of ride. And that's usually the case uh, from what I've seen with doing it with other participants or with friends. So, um, by the way, shout out to you if your wheel, like, you've done the Wheel of Life exercise before, and you're like, woo, that was awful. Uh, <laughs> this is me sending you a high five. <laughs> but with that being said, um, that's one exercise to help uh, bring a little bit of clarity around what areas of your self-care you could improve. But for the sake of brevity in this podcast episode, I'm going to base my wheel of life more off of the medicine wheel, which comes from First Nation people's uh, beliefs, the Lakota, uh, especially the Lakota Nation here in America. And there is the, the head, the heart, the body, and the spirit. And this, this is what I would like for you to consider your self-care practices as an entrepreneur. How is your self-care of your head, meaning your mindset, your mentality? How is your self-care of your heart, meaning your feelings, your emotions, uh, and emotional expression? How is your self-care of your body, right, your physicality, your medical issues, or your exercise, right, so your physical body? And then how is your self-care in the department of your spirituality, right, your beliefs, your um, your trust levels, your ability to let go and feel supported, your self-image, and your worldview. Like, how is your self-care going in your spirituality? Now, as a side note, by the way, um, special hugs and shout-outs to all of my people who are atheist, agnostic, philosophical, and all that awesomeness. Um, that would fall also in the spirituality section. Like, I have a very large spirituality umbrella. It involves a lack. Uh, it includes a lack of believing in spirit. So it's also philosophy or atheism. So that, how is your self-care and your beliefs, period, right? How you create values and ethics and morals in your life would be in that uh, quote-unquote spirituality quadrant. And with that being said, for an entrepreneur, we want to look at self-care through the lens of owning and operating your business, right? So when we are considering these different four areas of self-care, head, heart, body, and spirit, or head, heart, body, and values, how are you taking care of yourself? Do you have regular protocols for maintaining 
the highest level of quality of life in these different areas for yourself. I want to um, highlight the fact that I am not telling you that you need to wake up first thing in the morning after seven hours of sleep, do 30 minutes of cardio, and then 30 minutes of meditation, and then eat keto, and then, you know, read, think and grow rich, and then uh, cry and scream and let go about your past betrayals, and then you know, write in your journal about it. I'm not here to prescribe you a format for how to take care of yourself. And the reason why I do not stand uh, for that in particular is because I find that that is disempowering. So according to my own personal set of values and ethics, as as a teacher, as a mentor and a giver of advice, I assume that you, the person that I'm giving advice to or supporting, you already know what you need to do. You just need to be reminded to study yourself, right? The uh, old quote uh, from ancient Greece of know thyself, right? Prescribed above the temple is everything. So are you aware of what your needs are? would be my question. Are you aware of what your needs are, your self-care needs in your head, your heart, your spirit, and your values, or your spirit, uh, your, uh, your body and your spirit, or your body and your values? Are you aware of what your needs are in those four areas? And if you are aware of what your needs are, are you getting your needs met? Is there a standard operating procedure installed in your business that makes sure that you are getting your mental needs met, that that you are getting your emotional needs met, that you are getting your physical needs met, and that you are getting your spiritual or your values needs met. And not just once in a blue moon or once a quarter, but every day even sometimes multiple times a day, depending on your level of needs or what quality of life you're aiming for. That's what basic self-care is for an entrepreneur because the entrepreneurial lifestyle, this journey that we are on is a journey of self-discovery and creation. Now, the spiritual path, spiritual path tends to be more of a journey of self-discovery Right and the journey of finding spirit in all things. The entrepreneur's journey, though, has an added element of creation to it because money. <laughs> right? We are money motivated. By the way, if you don't have a business, okay, then you're, you're on a spiritual journey. You may not be on the entrepreneur's path. But you, in order for you to have a business, you have to be making money. Otherwise, it's a hobby. And by the way, big hugs and love if you know, you're hobbying it out. But who I'm here to support and talk to are those of us who are not just um, helping people out for free. You're helping people out in exchange for goods and services, in exchange for um, for money, 
so that you can continue to help even more people out. It's not just an empty receiving of money. And so as entrepreneurs, we're here to make sure that we've got financial empowerment. But I want to get in front of you and remind you that as you are going out and pursuing your financial empowerment, as you are continuing to deliver your gifts professionally to the world, I want to remind you that you have needs. Mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Mental, emotional, physical, and value needs, right? Moral needs that need to be met. And if you find that you have been feeling exhausted, scared, um, if you've been feeling stumped, like you can't figure out a way forward, or numb, those are all signs from the four different areas that you are not getting your needs met. Let me break that down for you, okay? So this, if you are experiencing these four feelings, that means you have a lack of self-care as an entrepreneur. So first of all, if you have been feeling stressed or numb, like there's this feeling of anxiety. If you're one of those people who uses that word anxiety all the time, or I'm anxious, or I have anxiety, or da, 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 like if you're saying that all the time, that means you have emotional needs that are not getting met, right? So that out of the four areas of self-care, you got to work on making sure that your emotional needs are getting met. And as, the, as an entrepreneur, you are on a journey of discovery. It's trial and error, baby. You know, for those of you who are really in business, who are really doing it, you know that this is, we fail fast and we fail hard and we fail often, right? So go and investigate, right? That's that failing fast hard and often. It's just investigating. Go investigate. Well, what are, what emotional needs am I not getting met? Why am I feeling numb, stressed out, and anxious? Like that's a sign that your, your emotional quadrant is, of self-care is not being met. If you have been feeling, however, stumped, right, or I don't know how to do, or I don't know, like, if you keep saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to flip out, I'm going to focus on the road because I'm driving, but I can't tell you how many times I'm speaking to even clients of mine, but also if I'm out networking, and and someone starts to share what was on their mind, and then they'll choke back what they're saying by saying, well, I don't know, no, it's a lie, it's not that you don't know, that can be a pattern to, uh, how do we say, dumb yourself down um, or to avoid a sense of vulnerability. Uh, be kind to yourself if that's, if you're one of those people who do that, I'm giving you a big hug and telling you, stop it. <laughs> right? But if you find yourself saying, I don't know, more often than not, or if you genuinely, if there's genuinely something in your business where you just don't know, you honestly don't know, or you feel stuck and stumped about it. It's a mental block. There are some mental needs that you are not getting met. Whatever those may be, it's time to get curious 
about what what level of mental self-care do I need? Intellectual self-care. Do it, like intellectual self-care could be learning, for example, or get receiving coaching or reflection, like having self-reflective practices. The, just as a few examples, but what forms of mental self-care do you need in order for your mental needs to get met? So you don't feel like you have to make yourself appear stupid. Uh, in order to be relatable to other people by saying, oh, I don't know, right? Or so that you don't have to just um, accept not knowing, right? Because there are some things in our businesses, like I think of in the past, I would hot potato my finances on people. I don't even want to look at it. I don't know how it works. I'm scared and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't know how it works. A victim mentality. Um, and it ended up backfiring on me big time. I ended up losing thousands of dollars, unfortunately, uh, because of that. So my mental needs were not getting met up. How can this be explained to me in a way that makes me able to mm, understand and feel a sense of presence and connection mentally, right? I, I got it. Like, I, I get what we're talking about when we're talking about finances rather than throwing my hands in the air or sticking my head in the sand in relationship with the finances of the business. It's totally unacceptable, right? So I'm so glad I changed that paradigm for myself. So that's the mental self-care quadrant. And then there's another two, physically. So if you have been feeling exhausted, exhausted, or if you can't turn off, like, at the end of the day, you're just like, oh, my God, I got so much energy. It's still like a crap ton of energy where you can't sleep, right? So there's two different ends of the spectrum. That means you have physical needs in the business that you are not getting met. It's time to get curious. What needs are you not getting met in your business that's causing you to feel, like, drained and bit by the vampire or hit by the bus, Every day, no matter how much you sleep, no matter how many coffees you have, right? No matter how many energy thingies or supplements, right? Or whatever uh, you're doing, for whatever reason, you're hit by the bus every day. What physical needs? Could it be nutritional, right? Could it be medical? Could it be exercise? Right? Who, who knows? Uh, conversely, if your physical um block is that you have too much energy of like you're bouncing off the walls you can't fall asleep you're having insomnia um, or you're having a hard time being able to sit in one spot and be able to focus for whatever reason again there are physical needs that you have got to have met do you need a standing desk? Do you need to pedal underneath your desk so that you could pedal while you work burn off that energy? Do you need to have um, electronics isolated to only a certain area of your house or even have a time of the day where all Wi-Fi is shut off so that yet your body can come back down from being so super duper wired, right? Or again, is there some sort of a nutritional thing where you need a certain level of nourishment that can help your body calm down, all right? Or fall asleep at the end of the day. Who knows? Who knows? What what kind of therapists uh, do you need or treatments for your body to help you relax? Time to get curious, right? Uh, 
And then lastly, we have our final quadrant, the spirituality one, right? How's your spiritual health? And a sign that your spiritual health is compromised is that you lack trust. Like you have a fundamental lack of trust and confidence that everything is going to be okay. Or you keep saying, oh my gosh, I've seen this so many times. It's heartbreaking every time I hear of it. For some reason, you have this internal story about I'm a fraud, right? On the outside, everything's good, but nobody knows. On the inside, I'm a fake and I'm a fraud and blah, blah, blah. Like that is a block in your spiritual health, right? What? What spiritual self-care do you need in order to get your spiritual needs met based on the problems that you are experiencing in that area? Where you're, if you're talking about, oh, I'm a fraud or all that type of stuff, what spiritual support do you need? Do you need um, to have like a therapist or a life coach or sit down with a spiritual healer to clear your energy so that you feel more grounded right? And more anchored in self-love or, okay, trust. Do you need more standard operating procedures in the business set up so that trust is front and center and that there are things fueling the trust and the positive vulnerability, right? Clear, open, straight shooter conversations happening on a regular basis within your company or between you and your clients, or between you and your vendors, so that you don't have to be afraid of being betrayed all the time. The perspective and the mantra of trust no one is so toxic. <laughs> it's super duper duper toxic. So that if you adhere to that, I know you may have a bit of it, a self-image that says like, oh, well, that makes me um, prudent right? And so that I'm a, a realistic person. Well, with love, do you want to be, be realistic or do you want to be healthy? Because holding that vibration of trusting no one is super duper toxic. It can have secondary effects on your body. And if you want to know more about that, uh, go ahead and check out the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, <laughs> especially all of the, um, the lists that she adds, uh, or the, another book by her, Heal Your Body, just to find out how your body can produce really awful dis-ease based off of holding crappy beliefs, or even holding quote-unquote realistic uh, beliefs. Be kind to yourself, I've fallen into that trap myself. So, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> so, those are your four areas of self-care as an entrepreneur. And, again, I don't want to prescribe you what you need. It's important for you to remain curious about your unique brilliance, your unique needs. Seek them out. Defend them. Right? Uh, document them talk about them, understand them. The more that you learn about what your needs are and the more you're able to communicate them, the more you will feel like you are supported in the business. 
not just because the people around you have been made more aware of what your needs are, but also because you have. You've stopped abandoning yourself, right? Regardless of what time of year it is, if there's like a, you know, a cold or a flu going around or something like that, or, um, you know, the, the news and stuff has a mental thought pattern going around of, oh no, the economy's going to collapse and blah, blah, blah. The only reason why that could make you feel afraid, stressed out, or the only reason why that could make you sick um, physically or emotionally is because you were not taking care of your own needs in the first place, which made you susceptible. Your own personal immune system was compromised due to a lack of care, right? Your own personal neglect brought on this infection of negativity or this infection of dis-ease. The same way that you as an entrepreneur are creating your business on a day-to-day basis, right? You create content, you create offerings, right? You create opportunities and you go get them, right? And follow through. It's the same with your health. You create your health. You create the health of your body, the health of your mind, the health of your heart, and the health of your spirit, the health of your ethics and values. Be kind to yourself if you kind of hot potatoed responsibility for your health onto your spouse. Or you hot potatoed it onto your doctor. Or you hot potatoed it onto Google. <laughs> or you hot potatoed it onto your um, spiritual leader, right? Or your community leaders. You've been... Stop hot potatoing your health. <laughs> Take charge. As an entrepreneur, you are an empowered conscious individual and let this be your reminder to take charge of it all right so i feel like this is a great space for us to bring this podcast episode to an end um if this is your first podcast episode here on the journeypreneur podcast welcome make sure that you hit subscribe on itunes so that you get the notifications first for each new episode as they come out And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review so that we can reach more conscious entrepreneurs like you to let them know that there's some really good content here. When you leave your five-star review, you can leave a comment in there. This is episode 109. What was the one nugget that stuck out to you, right? How do you feel after listening to this? Do you feel motivated? Let people know. I love reading all of your reviews, and thank you so much for your support. Um, I've been doing this for almost an entire year straight. We're over uh, 100 episodes strong, so I'm excited to continue to journey with you uh, as we go. And with that please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.